Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studio in Cumming, Georgia, it's time for Forsyth Business Radio. And hello, friends, and welcome back to another exciting episode of Forsyth Business Radio. I am your host, Amanda Pierce Marmalejo, joined in studio today by two fantastic guests of ATL Construction. I have here with me Stephen Williams and Jordan Sapp. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning. Good morning. And welcome to the show. I would be remiss if I did not mention that we are sitting here broadcasting live from the Forsyth County Chamber of Commerce, and we are proud partners of the Chamber of Commerce. If you'd like to learn more about what the Chamber of Commerce has to offer, please visit focochamber.org. All right. Now, I am excited because Stephen is a longtime friend of mine and a returning guest of Business Radio X, and Jordan is making his debut here on Business Radio X, and we're going to talk about the success that they have been having here as of late with their new company called ATL Construction. So they are both co-owners, and they have um, just decided to launch into the great wide open and fulfill the needs of the community on the residential and the commercial side. And because that's not my world, I'm going to let the experts take the wheel and share a little bit about the conception to fruition of the company and their their backgrounds prior. So, Stephen, because I know you, I'm going to put you in the hot seat. Why don't you tell our listeners um, about the pressure washing side of the business and then a little bit about how you and Jordan came to be partners. Okay, Amanda. Um, so, basically, with the pressure washing, we do standard soft washing pressure washing, roof cleaning, gutter cleaning, <clears throat> both residential and commercial, anything from the roof down, windows, decks, um, deck restoration, <clears throat> stuff like that. And um, the great thing about our process is that the thing everybody does not think about is that pressure washing has nothing to do with pressure. It has everything to do with low-pressure chemical application, flow and rinsing so it, when you're washing a house or you're washing the side of a building you you want to apply the right chemicals and you want to use low pressure because you don't want to damage <clears throat> any of the siding or you know anything around it or if we're on the roof knocking shingles granules off, off or, sh- or busting shingles loose Makes sense. Mm -hmm. You know, it's funny you say that because I've actually seen some things. It's been referred to as soft washing, not just pressure washing. So it's really interesting to learn that it's not all about the force, that it's all about the components. It's not at all. And basically, I tell people, whether you're a customer or you're in my industry or you're in construction, when we're on a construction site washing a home or washing a, you know, sidewalk, a, a courtyard, whatever it is, to take what you know about pressure washing and throw it out the window. It literally should be called soft washing. Yeah, we only pressure say wash. pressure wash just because everybody refers to it as pressure washing. That's what they've always heard. So we go with it, but no, we don't use, you know, high pressure real close to it. Mm-hmm. We power wash. So we power the water up there with the chemicals, apply the chemicals, let it sit, let them soak, let the chemicals do the job, and then wash it off. And rinse, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, name name one of the like coolest projects that you've gotten to do um, since I've you've been soft done, washing. Done a lot of cool projects. I mean, you know, I mean, uh, first so one many. Uh, first one came to my mind was Panama City. Yeah, we did a USPS distribution. Wow. We prepped the USPS distribution of Panama City for paint, mm-hmm. and uh, it looked amazing. The before and after, and 
we're sitting here going, man, are they going to let Southern Exposure of Atlanta paint this? Yeah. We're done? <laughs> that would be so, amazing. So yeah. it was for my, my dad. Mm-hmm. So again, he owns commercial painting company, Southern Exposure of Atlanta. Mm-hmm. He's, he sent us down there to wash the distribution center. It's the second one we did. We did one in Athens, then we did one in Panama City. He, I talked to him a couple of days ago, and he said that we're going to be going down to Gainesville, Florida, to do one down there, wow. and then possibly Illinois. Um, he does have one in Colorado that we might do, but it's kind of small. might not be worth the drive. Still the USPS distribution yes, center? Yes, That's an amazing mm-hmm. relationship to have. Yep. Congratulations Thank to you, you guys. Yeah. And for those of you listening, um, this was Jordan who jumped in. And Jordan, just share um, a little bit about your history and, and experience in the field so that they can understand where your knowledge base comes from. Yeah, so uh, as I mentioned before, um, I grew up construction family, um, cousins, uncles, my dad. Uh, my dad owned a painting company from before I was even born. So I was just exposed to it, thrown into it. Um, I always tell people Saturday mornings, 7 a.m., I was up with him. We were going to some dang warehouse, truck yard, and he had me on a roller. And I was <laughs> 9, 10 years old, 8 years old, and I hated every minute of it. But it was a uh, knowledge that I didn't realize that so many people don't have and aren't able to experience. And on top of that, you know, he taught me how to hang drywall and use a speed square and a skill saw and work with wood. And my uncle owns SNS contractors in Atlanta. They've been a preferred vendor for Cumberland Mall and Perimeter Mall since, I mean, the 90s. Yeah. So those are, those are malls that I grew up going to when yeah. I was young. Mm-hmm. Uh, it sounds like you have a wide v- array of experience that is useful to you guys in this partnership. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm curious to learn about how you guys found each other and how you formed ATL Construction because it is a young company being that you launched in 2023, correct? Um, For was about it a year? Yeah. Was it this year? Well, no, it was October. It was October. Yeah. Basically, October, November 2022. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we're in our first year and you guys have already had great success. You're well connected. So I'm curious how you guys came together and where the idea to form ATL Construction derived. Um, Well, like Jordan was talking about earlier before the show, my wife and I were at one of the wine bars in Jasper, Georgia. And Jordan was bartending. um, And he's just one of those dudes where I was like, man, I really like this guy. And then Stacy... Stacy Cornelius. She's, she's uh, one of her and her husband own the bar. Own the, it's first mountain tasting room. We <laughs> call it yep. we call it wine bar. Okay. It's the locals. First, I, I love wine wineries. So mm-hmm. first mountain tasting room. Tasting room. So yeah, he uh he she said something to Jordan like y'all should connect and Steven's got work. He'd be a good person to connect with and mm-hmm. me and him. He I asked him one day because he was telling me about his background and I ne- I just needed help. Period. I needed somebody to maintenance my equipment. Like he was saying, his background was seven years in the Army diesel mechanic. Thank you for your And he's great, uh, great, great at what he does. And so he'd change the oil, you know, change out spark plugs. Fuel filters. Just, carburetors, just normal maintenance. Whatever. And he'd come and do that for me. And um, he saw that I was doing the construction side of things. Like we have this light construction relationship with Primitive Mall. We're working on Cumberland. And we have several other commercial clients. And... Um, he started painting with me on the side, just here and there. And, uh, we just grew, grew together and we decided because of his background and my network and his network and 
my um, experience in the hardware industry, we were just going to start a separate company called ATL Construction and run them in one. Mm-hmm. And for those of you listening that are not located in Atlanta, Georgia, obviously that name um, <laughs> came about here as we're sitting seated in Atlanta, ATL. Right. Okay. That's exciting. And then you guys kind of came together. You brought your talents and your your connections and you just started mm-hmm. tackling jobs. Yep. We okay. just It just kind of fell into place. And then we we're getting job after job. And I was sending the crews out and we were talking about it. I was picking up material just doing normal stuff and all of a sudden I, we were riding on the road one day and i was like do you want to make this legit like do you want to do this he's like yeah man let's do it let's do uh, it and, and you guys are uber committed i see yes <laughs> oh yeah oh, Super oh yeah I'm not me <laughs> i gotta now i just gotta brand this on my chest literally he's a goober. for life hey look when you're all in you're all in yeah. you guys there's no what crying in baseball is that the term as <laughs> as mikey letourneau says atl yeah ATL. ATL. And for those of you who can't see us, we're all throwing the A's up. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Are you originally from Atlanta, Jordan? Uh, give or take, yeah. Mm-hmm. It, north North Atlanta, um, Cherokee County. Okay. So, yeah, yep. very familiar with the born, Woodstock area. Mm-hmm. Born and, and raised. I went to Woodstock High School. Did you? I did. Exciting. Mm-hmm. And Stephen, are you a Georgia native as well? So, funny thing, one of the cowboys at the ranch yesterday, funny side story, he asked me, he goes, where are you from? I said, New Orleans. And he goes, well, he's like, how long did you live there? I said, like, a year. And he's like, he's like, you're not from New Orleans. And I stood up. And I'm like, my whole dad's side of the family lives in Monroe, Louisiana. So, yeah, I'm, I'm a Louisianan. Uh-huh. A Louisianan. <laughs> yeah. Louisiana. But I grew up in Atlanta. Okay. I, grew, I went to Norcross High School, graduated in 08. Yeah, so you're local. I'm a transplant as well. What do you think as far as um, the community is concerned? What are you seeing out there for materials and for labor? You know, a lot of people in other worlds are experiencing a shortage. I know at one time people were putting their fences on like hold because there's no lumber. Mm -hmm. Uh, Has your business been impacted at all by um, any of those elements? So, you know, back during COVID, um, as far as the construction side of things, like drywall, painting, and chemicals that we use and equipment we need, the equipment was the scary part because at one point there were Honda Motors that we couldn't get. Because of the chips? Um, no, just they were selling out, and yeah. Honda wasn't producing them because of the shutdown. Mm. And there was one, one, one time there was almost a shortage on chemicals, just like there was a shortage in like the Linex materials. And if that would have happened, probably would have shut us down. Mm. So, yep. Um, but we got through it. I feel like I feel like when we dove into this and started, the materials were were back. I mean, there was a shortage, but the pricing was the problem. Mm. Like just after COVID, during COVID, the pricing shot up. Um, so we dove into this kind of after the pricing started to come down a little bit. They're still horrible. I mean, they're still t- nothing like they were two years ago. Um, but we had to compensate. People still need jobs done and houses built. So yeah. price price went up. Price yeah. went up. Um, but we're we're compensating and we do everything we can to get a you know the best deal possible, even if it's just as small as you know, 7% military discount at Home Depot. Mm-hmm. Hey, I mean, it's worthwhile. Yeah. So it, it helps. 
talk about the scope of work that you do because you've talked touched on um, some commercial projects and mm-hmm. I understand you do residential as well. Yeah. Is there any job too big or small? So you mentioned decks. If I wanted to have my deck um, redone, you could help. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Absolutely. if I needed a new roof. Yep. But what do you guys, <clears throat> what is like? Uh, I would say our, so commercially, we're kind of a little different. We, you know, we, we do small concrete jobs. Like I was talking with one of our, commercial clients this morning about shaving down concrete running electrical wire from you know um one side of the mall to a kiosk in the mall and busting up the concrete cutting concrete putting the concrete back you're talking about build a bear yeah build a bear and um then we have our regular residential which is our main thing we've been talking about this is drywall um paint and pressure washing Interior, exterior paint, um, you know, rotten siding, hardy board, um, fascia soffit, um, I say roofing, and we do have a good deck guy. He, he's yeah, he's he's really good at, at building decks. Uh, his name's Brad. Um, we've got a framer. We don't use him a lot because we don't do a lot of framing. But like he said, our bread and butter: interior, exterior painting, um, pressure washing, and then roofing, decks, rotten wood, stuff like that. Talk a little bit about the importance of your sphere of influence and network. Obviously, you know, residential projects, you can't really like advertise for. Sure, maybe, yeah. Someone's like, oh, I saw a sign for a deck. But really, it's by getting in and participating in groups, mm. word of mouth, referrals. Yeah, referrals are a big thing. That was that was the, the, the key factor, especially in roofing sales, was you could go cold call or door knock and you might get 35 40% success rate on those, but a referral, mm. you're talking 65, 70% success rate. Nice. Because they're talking to a friend who they trust that friend and that friend trusts us enough to tell them it's, it's, it's a, it's a lot, a lot better. But as far as marketing residential, we'll take before and after pictures of the jobs. You know, we'll, we'll ask the homeowners to, you know, leave can a you review? Yeah. Can yes. we, can you go on our Facebook page, okay. leave a review, you know, all of this and, and the before and after pictures, they, they tell a lot. They, they do. They're uh, it's, it's a, it's a huge transition, especially for the homeowner. And most of the time we'll, we'll, well, not most of the time. We always make sure to make sure that, that they're happy at the end right. of the job. What's it like? Cause I'm, I'm interested in having my flooring done. DR Horton put carpet in my kitchen dining room who does that come so, on now so if i were looking to do that obviously this is in my home this is my mm-hmm. kitchen i live in a condo so talk about the consumer experience the customer experience because i have to work so right. how are you guys in and out of my house how quickly can i estimate having my kitchen back because obviously the homeowner's life is turned upside down mm-hmm. if you're taking over if you're remodeling a bathroom or kitchen or something like that you want to tell her about real floors Go into that. Go for it. <laughs> uh, so we've got a contact with flooring, and uh, they they are a wholesale company. They will not sell to an individual, just an, a regular individual consumer. They only sell to contractors, mm-hmm. and they will also install to for contractors. So we will call them, and I think that's who's going to be coming behind us at um, Perimeter for the Build-A-Bear. Mm-hmm. That's who's going to be fixing the floors when we're done. Um, I, uh, they'll come in, they'll, they'll put plastic and tape off uh, any of the surrounding rooms. Like if you only did the kitchen, Uh obviously you've got open walls, it's open floor plan or windows through the walls and stuff. They'll plastic it all off. They'll seal it all off so that 
when they're ripping carpet up, your that nasty dust yeah. and all that stuff's not going everywhere. Obviously, we say you know put as much stuff up. Don't don't leave dishes out. Take stuff off the walls. It's just that much less to clean. Um, but they're very quick. I mean, you can expect them to come in, rip everything out, prep it, and lay your new floors within four or five days, depending on how big your kitchen is. Awesome. And sometimes 24 hours. Oh, that's exciting. Yep. Yeah. Do you guys work with, you mentioned roofing, and I know that there's like insurance, you know, by and large takes care of, of that. Uh, if you're working with like remediation or insurance projects and stuff like that, do the insurance people pay for like, um, homeowners or whatever to stay in a hotel maybe mm -hmm. if there's enough damage it, or yeah if there's enough damage they will and that was actually that was what I did was insurance storm damage claims insurance claims when I was in roofing um, you as long as you have a good storm date within that homeowner policy period and uh, and that storm date did enough damage that reflect the damage on the roof um, they'll approve it uh, if if you can you know, prove that there's damage, but it's, there's a lot more to it. Um, the homeowner has a deductible, right? A lot of times they'll say, Oh, I already paid that the, the insurance, they already took that out. Well, yeah, I know that's cause you have to pay me that. Right. And they're like, wait a minute, <laughs> wait a minute. But, but still that's only a fraction of what the entire cost of the roof would mm -hmm. be. Exactly. I mean, it's like an 18th. Yeah. You're talking, you're talking, I mean, there's, there's people out there with $20,000 roofs and the insurance gives them 19,000. They have to pay a thousand. It protects yeah. everything in your house. Yeah. And then, yep. And we then had, if there's yeah. interior damage, they'll pay for that too. And we had a gentleman, um, when me and Jordan first started <clears throat> really doing the roofing together, I was contracted to clean the roof and I told him, let's hold off. You know, I talked to him about replacing the roof. Gave Jordan the information, and um, you know it's probably going to be a twenty thousand dollar roof, and the guy wanted to pay for it, and he wanted us to do it for ten thousand dollars, <laughs> and we're like, no, mm -hmm. so um, that's not how it works. Um, we need to find some storm damage. He ended up getting a guy that just came and replaced the ridge caps. Yeah, instead yep. of fixing fixing it. Yeah, we were trying to um, we were trying to talk to him, and I was trying to explain to him the whole insurance claim process and it, when you say claim to to a homeowner especially it's a someone it's, it's a scary word yeah you, you know so before that you, you got to let them know listen a storm damage claim it's completely different reason being is because it's an act of god it's not your fault it's right. not the insurance's fault it's not my fault you couldn't prevent this so a storm damage claim is a lot different when the insurance comes out and they approve it for storm damage it doesn't affect your rates doesn't affect your deductible. It doesn't affect any of that stuff. Now, if you have four or five storm, quote unquote, right. storm damage claims in a year, right? It's unrealistic. But, but yeah, ninety eight percent of the time, it won't affect anything. Now, if your lack of maintenance, meaning like if your plumbing's not up to code, and then you you have a pipe burst and it floods your whole basement, they might come out and and give you money to replace everything and help you, but your rates are going to go up. Yeah. You're you going to experience yep. that. Yep. yep catch no. 22. Mm -hmm. So you got to be careful. Sounds like you're very knowledgeable in, in all areas of that world. Um, for those of you just joining us, our guests today are Stephen Williams and Jordan Sapp of ATL construction. And we are learning the ins and outs of some residential um, possibilities. Um, my question to you guys is, 
What do you think is one of the most important things that you can share with our listeners as a preventative measure? Um, obviously, you're seeking business, but we all want to um, increase the longevity of our homes. Mm-hmm. What are some things that we can do to kind of keep things? As far as um, <clears throat> protecting your exterior, whether it's your siding, your windows, your roof, your you know, your gutters, <clears throat> it's just general maintenance. You know, yep. have someone come out and clean your gutters every three months mm-hmm. if you have leaves that fall on it yeah, all year long. Because if you don't, water, the gutters are meant to get the water away from the foundation of the house. And if water starts getting in that foundation, it'll come up from the ground or get in places where it's not supposed to be. I had one customer, I told him for two years, hey, we need to clean the back of your gutters. We need to clean the back of your gutters. And then one day I get a phone call and he goes, hey, Steve. I'm like, yeah. He's like, I had water come over my gutter down through my second story window, drip down the drywall into the first story roof and ruined the whole floor and that room and the electrical. Mm-hmm. And so just because he didn't want to clean his gutters. And it's, it's the same with pressure washing. We do, you know, general maintenance. I say once a year, have clean it because after you paint the house, Paint can last up to 15 years with if you just have it Clean. cleaned, mm-hmm. soft washed every year. And the cool thing about the soft wash is it actually cleans the exterior windows too. Ooh, nice. And, um, you know, um, as far as like the roofing goes, people don't know this, but it's becoming more common. Um, when you get those black streaks up on your roof, mm-hmm. the roofers will tell you it, um, that it, the streaks won't come for up to 10 years, mm-hmm. which is false. I see yeah, it like do. two years. And uh, the roofing manufacturer recommends that you clean it. So Though, you pressure wash the roof. You, no. Well, you soft you wash, wash the roof. Yeah. <laughs> and the thing about it is the roof manufacturer will, will give you the materials to replace your roof if you have black streaks on. Mm. But what they won't do. Well, within that, that certain yeah. amount of promised yeah. years, yes. Yeah. But what they won't do is pay for the labor so mm-hmm. you know what they do they recommend people like our company to go out and give them a quote and soft wash it and it starts anywhere from 600 bucks to up to <laughs> you know we wash uh spanish clay tile roofs cedar shake roofs um slate roofs asphalt shingle architectural shingle is the uh most common ones that we do mm-hmm. but yep. Those are some preventative measures I'd recommend. Just keeping everything clean every year, you know, doing just general maintenance, having new floors put in every 10 years, um, keeping everything fresh. I mean, interior painting, it, walls get dirty. Yeah. yeah. Want to clean them. Definitely. Stuff like that. Do you, um, what do you think sets you guys apart from other construction companies? I feel like we are in the era of, you know, you're talking about roofing. I can say in the past seven years, I've seen so many mm-hmm. roofing companies pop up and so they break many. a mill in their first year. Yep. Then came the GCs because much like you mm-hmm. guys, you discovered there's a larger scope of business that you can, you can kind of tackle. So what do you think sets you guys apart from anybody else when they're doing a simple Google search and you amongst others come up? I think the main thing is the relationship we have with our clients. Yeah. Um, and we've, we've, we're such good friends with everybody we work with. I mean, whether we were friends prior or after, 
I mean, we're, we're, we're not we're not that type of person to get our check, pay our guys, take off, hey, call me in a couple of years. Mm-hmm. I mean, if they're local, there's check not in. a lot of people in our in our little county. So <laughs> if they're cool enough, I'll, we'll go sit down and have dinner. Nice. Yeah, and we, we love the process. We love being with our clients. We do great work. Our subs do great work. And if there's ever an issue, and if you were to ask any one of our clients – you know, they might not be happy at the end of a paint project, but by the time we're done, they're the happiest customer in the world. We're going to make right. it right. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And on top of, you know, something else that sets us apart, I've had three or four clients just in the last month say, how in the world are your prices this low? Wow. Like we did four or five trades for the same price that two other companies gave them um, same price for one trade. Oh my! And and I'm I mean, you, we get good pricing on material, but on top of that, we're not a huge company. We don't have the overhead. the overhead yeah. that these big companies have. We'll make it right. We're licensed. We're insured. Mm-hmm. We're gonna do a good job, and we have good crews. But we're not trying to go above and beyond to the point where these people are having to pay an extra, you know, two thousand dollars. Yeah, we we uh, our prices are set in such a way we can win the jobs you know it'll cover expenses our subs are happy our clients are happy because you know there there's a certain number whether it's paint drywall or pressure washing that's in the industry and we're right there in the middle because we want to be fair we want to be honest we want to be reliable and we want to do the right thing and get the job done for the clients you know i always tell people this we're um we're not just doing a job and moving on we're helping them better their lives and serving them that's what we're in the business for we're servant leadership Love that. and you know we we're able to do that by doing the right thing you know that's integrity and i think that's what separates us i love that servant leadership i'm gonna ask you guys a question because we are um People would categorize us as millennials. Um, <laughs> what advice would you give to young entrepreneurs who are looking to take that leap? You are both successful business owners and had companies prior, and we all know the what it feels like to get out there and grind and mm-hmm. start at square zero. So to those listening who might be you know, on the precipice of taking that leap of faith, what would you share with them about your experience of entrepreneurship? I mean, it's it's literally as simple as go outside like (laughs) just do it just just go talk to people go go out good and you know go into town go out to dinner um don't go out and and just expect to be uh having a party and and um acting a fool but you know go talk to people go go to the better parts of town meet friends you know and and I grew up in this industry, so I already knew the crews. I already knew the people who could do this work. I already knew the contacts, you know, to call and say, hey, man, you know, we're doing this. Let's um, let's let, let's give you a quote. Mm-hmm. As far as that goes, you're just going to have to do, do your own research or do it yourself. Mm-hmm. Figure it out. Talk to somebody who knows how to work with wood or drywall or paint. I mean, there's a lot more to it than just putting it on the walls. Right. Um, learn. And then get your own clients and just go from there. It's, it's, it is as simple as that, but you got to do it yourself. You got to get up, go, get outside. You got to, you basically, whatever you're doing, whether it's 
being a writer, musician, what I wish I would have known before I became an entrepreneur, entrepreneur, <laughs> um, Spell that. before <laughs> no. I got into no. it was, um, um, you know, I wish I would have, you know, found somebody in that industry to teach me and guide me instead of trying to f- reinvent the wheel. Because mm. literally, whether you're you're doing the, the craft or you're a musician, you, you need to hang out with those musicians, those people who are in roofing, and just find one person mm. that can mentor you or bring you on and be honest with them. Mm-hmm. You know, And you got to be willing to put in the work. You got to be able to wake up early, go to bed late, and guess what? Work seven days a week. Yes. Yep. And not be with your family, you know, um, which to well, a point. spend time with your family. <laughs> to, to, right. a, to a point, to a point. Because yeah, you're going to sacrifice You're going to sacrifice everything the first couple of years. Mm-hmm. But if you, if you want to just make a little bit, that's fine. But if you really want to be a complete entrepreneur, you're going to have to sacrifice a lot. Mm. One thing my dad always said growing up, and this goes back, I mean, I was a kid playing pool you know, with my dad. Oh. And I mean, he would just whip me every time <laughs> I'd, I'd make like one ball in and he, I'm like, dad, can no I win? Mercy. Yeah. And one thing he told me, and he told me this throughout my whole life, but if you want to be good at something, you got to be around or play with people that are better than you. Because mm. if you're playing people as good as you, you're never going to get better. If you play people and you beat them every time, you're never going to get better. You might even get worse and they'll get better. <laughs> so you always, you always want to be around people who are better than you in in that aspect like i can't i couldn't even sit here and count how many good friends of ours that we have that are very successful business owners very successful entrepreneurs matter of fact again how we met i was bartending part-time at at first mountain tasting room the owners are good friends as soon as i leave here i'm going to do a walk around with miss stacy at her house because we just painted their house nice so it we're we hang out with people who we look up to. Right. And that lift you up. Yep. They are successful. We want to be successful. That's great advice. Do you remember uh, Joe Raper from Bulletproof? Short Joe. There's two oh, Joes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Joe's a good friend of mine. And uh, what him and his dad always told me back whenever I was in ministry in a different era, um, he said, um, what's that say? I'm trying to remember. Everything rises and falls on leadership. Huh. Mm-hmm. You know, and the people you hang around with determines your level of success. Absolutely. I've heard something similar, you know, like uh, the five or 10 people that you surround yourself with most, um, you're a lot alike and they're a reflection of you and vice versa. Mm-hmm. So that's very important. You mentioned family, Stephen, and I do want our listeners just to learn a little bit about you guys personally and um, so they can become as invested in you all as I am. You're both fathers. We you are. Both, yes, ma'am. You both juggle that balance of time. Um, this is something I usually ask my the ladies that I interview, but I think it's very much um, applicable to gentlemen as well. The division of time and the, <clears throat> excuse me, um, the work-life balance is what they call it. I don't ever think there's a balance because mm. it makes me think one has to lose. It's an integration in my mind. But share Juggling. with our listeners yeah, a little bit about uh, your, your family story and um, just so they can learn a little bit about you guys. So I've been married for nine or ten years. I can't remember. It's always, I'm always bouncing between eight and ten years. And just th- round up. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Let's say ten years. But me and Rachel. Rachel, been to- if you're listening, I'm shout sorry. Out, <laughs> shout out to Rachel. If, uh, 
anyways, we've been uh, together probably 13 years, and we just had a baby girl back in December, December 15th, and uh, she is awesome. We have a few new members. I bought two goats, Billy Ray and Cyrus. I saw that on Facebook. <laughs> I love it. Um, he has a farm, for those of you who have no idea what he's talking yep. about. And we got two horses, and uh, we're looking for a donkey, if anybody knows Oh, please go to the auction and rescue one. Please. (laughs) His little mare is pregnant, too. Yeah, my little mare, my horse. And um, so, yeah, that's basically it. We're up there in Jasper, Georgia, and our office and warehouse is up there. That's where Jordan and I, you know, meet and work and reside. Yeah, and, uh, you know, that's basically it. Congratulations. He's yeah. he's really making it simple, but Stephen has a beautiful family and a beautiful life. I say all that because I, I am friends with him on Facebook. Thank you. Uh-huh. And your turn, Jordan. So I have a daughter. Her name is Raylan. She's eight. And then I have a little boy named Rhett, and he is four. Raylan and Rhett. Mm-hmm. I love that. As long as they don't get smart with me, they'll make it a nine and five. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. And so what is it like for you working so hard and taking care of both of your children? Yeah. And kind of now they're in activity. Steven has a baby, so she's not right. in sports yet. But I'm sure your eight-year-old is doing something she's, active. Yeah, she's actually at camp right now. Um, it's a it's a school put on camp. It's mm-hmm. at the junior high in, in, um, in Jasper. Uh, so she goes there from eight thirty to twelve. It's just this week. Mm-hmm. Um, we're gonna put her in some other stuff. We're probably she does horseback lessons. Nice. So yeah, she loves riding horses. I mean, we this past weekend we went to a branding at a ranch that he he rides at. Seventy four ranch. Yeah. So we rode horses, and and my son loves to play uh, t ball. His Aww. his season just ended. Mm-hmm. Uh, yesterday we were playing soccer out in the yard. I think I want to put him in soccer. He loves that. Cool. Yeah, but they're. They're crazy kids, but they they love very very big. Mm-hmm. They're they're good good kids. Well, I have no doubt that they will make spectacular human beings because they have a good example as you gentlemen as their dads. You were mentioning Jordan about your father instilling such a strong work ethic at a young age, and I'm sure you two will pass that along to your youngins. Mm-hmm. And Stephen, I have no doubt that you experienced the same. Yep, and and uh, that's no shortage of my mom too. She she started her own hair salon. I mean, she she owned and operated um, hair salon for thirty three years. I think she just sold it two two years ago, a year year and a half ago, something like that. And that woman, I mean, even my dad. My dad's a hard worker, but even my dad, he'll say, "My your your mom could work circles around me." Mm-hmm. She's just she's a very hard worker. So both both parents were very good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. My my granddad, my dad's father, used to say <clears throat> he'd look at me and he'd be like, "Son." Dig your roots. Just dig them, like meaning build relationships. Get out mm-hmm. there, work hard. Just mm-hmm. in your, your town, your city, whatever. can tell you one thing. I love Atlanta. That's why it's ATL. I've always wanted an ATL tattoo. <laughs> and we will work and do the best we can as a company for Atlanta. Love that. Well, as I'm looking at your logo, and it's really cool because you have the blue and you have the silver, and the A is doing some, like, swooshy thing. So how did you come up with the logo? So, uh... I told um my graphic designer Sherry Owens. You probably know Sherry. Maybe she's a graphic designer around here. Um, I told her I'm like I don't want those the crazy stupid pressure washing water guns the house you know I want something different and so she literally came out with this. She showed her husband and then she sent it to me and uh 
I called her and I was like, Sherry. You love it. And she's like, she was like, is everything okay? I'm like, it's awesome. Nice. So. Rarely do you have that success when you throw the first one out there yeah. and then, then it's a winner. Mm-hmm. And she did some other stuff, but the main one, the first one she did, I was like. Sold. Sold. Love it. Yep. Well, shout out to Sherry for creating that. Absolutely. That logo. Um, you guys, I want to ask you to share your contact information. So anybody listening that might be curious about learning more, a mentorship or a possibility of doing business, um, that they can find you guys. Sure. Um, so my name's Stephen Williams. The office number that to reach me or Jordan at is 404-932-9230. My cell phone is 678-571-1224. My email is steven.atlpw at gmail.com. We're on Facebook, Google, LinkedIn, all the social media platforms. And it, mainly I'm the contact for power wash inside everything Mm -hmm. some paint jordan controls all the construction yep before jordan gives his information uh steven's name is with a ph so it's s-t-e-p-h-e-n yep Mm -hmm. jordan yep and um also y'all can y'all are more than welcome to get a hold of me if if you can't get a hold of steven i could you know get your information and schedule pressure washing too so and and vice versa if you can't get a hold of me you can call steven and schedule something as far as paint we can get with each other so it works both ways but uh it's jordan sap uh s-a-p-p my number is 678-733-0904 um my email is first and last name jordan sap j-o-r-d-a-n-s-a-p-p 41 at gmail.com Perfect. Thank you guys. And again, the company is ATL Construction. All right. Now this is something fun that I do with all of my guests. So I'm going to put you in the hot seat. Oh, Lord. I would like for you to share um, something empowering, share something funny or some words of wisdom. You have the final word for our audience. So lay it on me. So my belt says, yay. <laughs> and yeah, he has a cowboy hat. You will see that in the photos. It is amazing. It's even he brought some hay in with him on the hat. I did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Moving hay bales for the horse. Yep. So your final word is yee hee. Yee yee. Oh, yee yee. Yee yee. Uh-huh. That's my he's got my four year old saying it. He sees my my kid sees him and he goes, Yee yee. Yeah. The whole he's town been saying says that it. as long as I've known him. Stop it, Red. <laughs> Quit. <laughs> Yeah, um, so basically, they in Jasper, they call me yee-yee. Hey, look, mm-hmm. there's yee-yee. Yep. So do. for those who are listening and they aren't in the South, describe what yee-yee might mean. Um, so basically, Earl back, Bibbles Jr. Back, well, back in the, like when you're trying to rope a cow and stuff and you're on the horse and you're going to get them, like they'll they'll be going, yee-yee. <laughs> the cow will? No, the, when you're trying to rope rope the cow, uh-huh. they'll be just saying that, screaming oh, okay. at the cow. Just, trying to get it. It's farm talk about the same time Earl Dibbles Jr. Granger Smith is the one that made it. He made a funny. Famous. Ah. He's got an alter. Yeah, Granger Smith's got an alter ego. Earl or Earl Dibbles Jr. Uh-huh. came out with some 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 music music videos. He's just funny Southern redneck dude that he says yee yee and <laughs> yeah yeah. It's, I'll have to check that out. All right, yee yee, Stephen. That's right, Jordan. Ah, uh, Lord, I've just been sitting here trying to think. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, anything. So it doesn't have to be funny. Any final words of wisdom or anything you'd like to leave the audience with um, just as, as parting words? I mean, again, just get out there. 
talk to people, build relationships, have have fun, laugh, laugh every day, make people laugh. I like to make people laugh. I like to laugh. Uh, my girlfriend and I, I swear, we've got such a good relationship just because we 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 cry laugh every oh. day. So just be happy, be good people. I love that. And mine will be, be generous with your time, treasures, and talents. From the words of Randy Brunson, who is my mentor. Thank you, gentlemen, for joining us today on Forsyth Business Radio. Again, Stephen Williams and Jordan Sapp of ATL Construction have been our guests today. I am your host, Amanda Pierch Marmalejo. I'd love to connect with you on LinkedIn. Find me, Amanda Pierch, P-E-A-R-C-H, Marmalejo, M-A-R-M-O-L-E-J-O. And you know that you can listen to these shows 24-7 on businessradiox.com by selecting the Forsyth Studio, or you can listen wherever you find your favorite podcasts. For our guests today, we look forward to seeing you next time on Forsyth Business Radio. 